Testing, testing. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Guess what you're listening to? You're listening to Clemente's Corner. I am your host, Clemente. Some call me Matt. That's my middle name. You all should know that already. If not, now you know. Anywho, I had on a guest. One of the biggest names in Amarillo. If not the biggest, could be the biggest. I'll let you decide. I had on Nicky Cortez. He is a local rapper. He is traveling all across the country, making music, dropping hits. He's got plenty of videos on YouTube. He's got plenty of singles, Spotify, Apple Music. Check him out. I'll leave some links. You guys, this is like the epitome of the whole reason I started a podcast was to have on interesting people, to have on people that motivated me, to have on people that were just incredibly good at what they do. He is an artist. He's an entrepreneur. He's doing crazy things. Crazy things that most people don't even think you can accomplish in the small town of Amarillo, Texas. It's it's awesome. I was honored to have him as a guest and we had a great time. We talked a lot about, you know, his personal life, um how he stays confident, how he stays motivated, how he's just consistent with what he does. Uh, he's going to be in South by Southwest again this year. He's moving out to L.A. Guy's just got an incredibly bright future. I can't wait to see how far it goes. He's got so much great content. Um, like I said, YouTube, Instagram. I'll leave the links for everything. Please enjoy the show. What else? What else are we going on? I got two shows this week. New Year's Eve, I will be at Tease Bar for a variety show and then the very next day i'll be at leftwoods oh and that's the next day the second january 2nd i will be at leftwoods for another variety show they're just mixing comedy into other things uh so please go out if you ain't got nothing to do okay anywho without further ado i will start the episode this is nikki cortez very exciting the intro song you're about to hear is from frank sinatra this was requested by nikki one of his favorite songs this song is called that's life enjoy episode 109 that's life that's life that's what all the people say You're riding high in April, shot down in May But I know I'm gonna change that tune When I'm back on top, back on top in June I said that's life And as funny as it may seem Some people get their kicks Stomping on a dream But I don't let it Let it get me down Cause this fine old world It keeps spinning around I've been a puppet A pauper A pirate A poet A pawn and a king I've been up and down And over and out And I know one thing Each time I find myself flat on my face, I pick myself up and get back in the race. That's life. That's life. I tell you, I can't deny it.
All right, you're listening to Clemente's Corner. I'm your host. I'm here with the very talented Nikki Cortez. Say what's up to everybody. Hey, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's the dark-skinned pretty boy, Nikki Cortez. I don't keep it 100. I keep it 806. You know, you know, you know, we out here. That's okay. what's up. <laughs> I like that phrase. Uh, what you been up to lately? Man, I've just been trying to travel, really. Like, mm-hmm. I've been trying to record for a new album, really, and just drop videos and singles like crazy. Mm-hmm. That's really all I've been trying to do right now, though. Uh, just traveling and recording. Because, I don't know, like... You can't really get a lot done here, so it's just like you got to travel. I feel that. Where have uh, you been, like, doing shows, like, outside Amarillo? Yeah, right now I've just been trying to uh, work on trying to go to South by Southwest. Uh, really just that and then just trying to move out to L.A. Because, like I said, it's, like, all about traveling. Like, I would do more shows here in Amarillo like I used to because mm-hmm. a long time ago I was just – popping everywhere you know yeah but it's just like i've i looked at it and i started traveling i started seeing other people who were just as good as me you know and they never heard of me at all you know so it's like dang like i'm the man like i was the man here yeah so but in other places i wasn't it's like nah (laughs) like i feel like the more you travel and you start seeing things it's like nah, you got to start working a little bit harder so i feel that that's how i see that's cool. So you say the phrase uh, "keep it 806" a lot. What does that uh, mean to you? Uh, to me, it just feel like um, I come from Amarillo, Texas. Like I'm born and raised here. I also say 115. People always be thinking when I say uh, "Nikki, where you from?" 115. Like they be thinking like I'm talking about a different area code. Uh-huh. It's not an area code. Like it's where I'm from. Like yeah. that's my street. Your address. Yeah, it's my address. And people be giving me salty sometimes because they be talking about, like, I swear, they be like, I'll be like, Nikki, where you from? 115. And people will be saying it. And then, like, so you hear one dude in the back being like, 806. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm talking about it, basically. I don't even know if that's a real area code. 115. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I was like, bro. I didn't ever get it, bro. It was kind of annoying, but it's all right, though. But, that's yeah, funny. I keep 806. Like, I've been saying it for a minute, mm-hmm. like, for many, 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 like, and it was crazy how I came up with the whole thing because um, I was actually recording in Las Vegas at the time, and I was, I can't remember how old I was, but it was, like, my first EP that I ever put out called Rosemont. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made the song called Chasing, and I said it, and I didn't knew or know that it was gonna be big or anything like that with it, like with me to me. And then I had another interview in uh, Lubbock, Texas, at Texas Tech, and the dude was all like, "I don't keep 100, I keep 806, Nikki Cortez or whatever." And then I just mm-hmm. thought in my head like, "Oh, she snaps!" Like that stick to me, like yeah. so I just started keeping it. You made any T-shirts with it? No, nah, well, I have actually, like, uh, when my first, I think it was, like, like sec, my second album release party, and uh, I had the I Don't Keep It 100, I Keep It 806 t-shirts, and then just the 115 t-shirts, and then I had the other ones, too, but I don't think I only made, like, two shirts with it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a wrap for these people once I start copywriting it all, though. Oh, hell yeah, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, when I heard Keep It 806, I was thinking, like, you know, like, staying in amarillo like i didn't know if you had plans on yeah like moving bigger picture yeah so yeah that's good it's good to hear plan on moving out to la do you have a, a date for that yet no nah, I'm, I'm waiting for my lease on my apartment to be honest like i'm waiting on that bad boy to be done because mm-hmm. it's just like 
I don't know. It's like one of those things where you just got to take a risk and just do it. Yeah, I absolutely. feel like I feel like you just got to manifest it and just feel like you're supposed to do it. So that's absolutely. what I told myself. So I'm just waiting until my lease is up. I think it's like up in like the summer. So okay. till then, I'm here. But I'm going to be recording and traveling like crazy till then. Hell yeah. So it's just uh, getting tired of him really feel like you're too too big. For nah. no, I don't mean that in like a cocky way. I yeah. just mean like. You can outgrow this city. <laughs> well, I kind of just feel like there's, I ain't got nothing else to prove. You yeah. feel me? It's like I, I've had sellout concerts here, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like I've been on the radio station. I've, you know, done shows here, 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 and there. Mm-hmm. I've been plastered on a billboard. I've been plastered all over the streets and stuff like that, posters of me. I've been having people wearing my clothes and stuff like that. And it's just like. I feel like I could do more. Yeah. So it's like I want to I want to go to another city and try to take over that city instead. So that's just what I want to do. It's not it's not that I think I'm too like great or anything like that, yeah. but I just know my worth mm-hmm. and I just know I can do more. So yeah. that's what I want to do. I like that mindset. That's cool. And yeah, I totally understand that. I'm planning on getting out of Amarillo. When yeah. I was uh I was talking to someone. It was less than a year ago. About yeah. How, like I want to like build a bigger scene in Emerald. Like I want to bring Emerald up with me, and then the guy yeah. I was talking to was like, "You shouldn't do that because Emerald's not going to follow you. You've been trying to do that for ten years. You just need to get out." That's what I'm trying to tell you, like, bro. Like, right. yes, bro. <laughs> no, nah, bro. Like for real. Like, I was really hard headed, bro, because I would really like be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna do it the, the way I want to do it." You know what I'm saying? But I really started looking. Like the more I traveled, the more people were telling me, being like. I would go out of town and record these big studios, mm-hmm. and they would have all type of talented rappers who would go through there, famous rappers, and they would hear me, and they'd be like, bro, what are you doing in Amarillo, bro? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are way too good to be over there. Like, he was like, there's so much more opportunity out here where I'm at than where you are, and it's like, dang, I'm like, yeah, that's very you're kind of right, so I was <laughs> like, nah, let me really start trying to do this. So that's what I've been trying to do, but, you yeah, know. That's what's up. Like, I've gone through, like, your YouTube and everything. You're getting multiple thousands of views every video. It just seems like you're doing things that uh, nobody else is doing in the music scene here. Yeah, it could be ignorance. There could be someone else, but like, I just don't see anyone like making the buzz that you're making right now. In, yeah, in this part yeah. of Texas. Yeah, and you know what's even crazy to me because I feel like um, right now I feel like I could probably be doing more in the city, mm-hmm. but like I said, I'm so focused on like trying to do things out out of town and stuff like that. It's like I could probably be doing way much better here, but it's just like <laughs> I kind of just got in my head. I'm so focused on like going out of town. Like mm-hmm. I'm just so focused on it. You know, it's just like I love my city to death. I do. Like I love it. I, I just kind of feel like I want to travel and then come back with the gold, you yeah, know, with the gold yeah. medals and then start trying to like do things for my city and things like that. That's exactly how I feel like you got to leave to make it better yeah you know it's like (laughs) it's like i don't know like people always get mad at me all the time about like like homeless people and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like no disrespect to any of the homeless people or anything like that it's okay they don't listen yeah but it's like (laughs) if i have only ten dollars in my bank account ten dollars and they asking me for money you know what i'm saying it's like i can't give you my money because it's like if i give you my money i can end up being like you tomorrow Mm -hmm. you know so it's like you might as well just wait for me to become successful. Then I could come back and help all y'all. Like that's how I see. That's it. a good way to put. It. I forgot the quote, or it's like, uh, never mind. I'm gonna butcher it. Something along the lines of, uh, 
you have to be rich to give other people money to take care of your people. Yeah. Like that. I, there's a really like clever way that it's worded. I'm going to feel stupid because I'm thinking about it later. Yeah. But it's like you can't be poor and help out other poor people or something. Yeah, you feel me? Like, I don't know. Like, I, I've just always been raised <laughs> where I just feel like I'd rather be rich and like by myself, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and be like broke and poor with like six niggas, you know yeah. what I'm saying, on the bench. It's like, nah, like I want to be able to be rich. And if everybody ends up hating me for trying to do it like mm-hmm. that, but as long as the people I care about is okay, yeah, then that's all that matters to me. You know, it's just like, that's just how I see it. I don't know, but it's it's the life. Shout out to the Star Wars cut, man. I fuck with Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> the last movie, I don't know, bro. It disappointed me, bro. I heard I heard that from a lot of people. I'm not even big on Star Wars, so I just listen to other people like my what? roommate. It's actually my roommate's cup. Like what? everything in there is basically <laughs> his, and I just yeah. got this little garage. So <laughs> nah, bro. I'm and a room. I'm trying to that Star Wars movie. Let me down, bro. I don't know. It let me down. I thought it would be better, but really? yeah, I thought it would be better, but it, all this all together, it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a very good movie. I just feel like for the last Star Wars movie, it's like, come on, bro. That was the last one in the series. Yeah, that was the last oh. one of like uh, the, this three part trilogy or whatever. It was yeah. just like, come on, bro. Like, how you gonna end it on Episode Nine? Like, <laughs> you should just do a Part One and Part Two, like the Avengers or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They'll Maybe. probably make more. I don't know. I haven't I haven't watched any of the Disney movies. Star Wars versions. Me either, not yet. I just seen Baby Yoda everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and I heard somebody punched him. But I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. Anyway, um, I watched some of your interviews on YouTube today. Yeah. And uh, they briefly kind of went into, like, how you got started. But now we got time. So, like, full story. Like, um, what was what was it like growing up for you? You know, what was your uh, family like? Snap. How'd you get into it? Man, I bro, it's dang. <laughs> dang. I don't know, bro. It's like it's a it's a long story, I feel like, but I mean I just say like I don't know. I started out getting bullied when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Uh go home every day crying and stuff. Like my mom was kinda just like if you got a problem with it, just write. You know, my father would tell me to beat people up, but I'm not really a fighter, I'm a writer. Yeah. So, I don't know. My mom was just like, start doing poetry. Start doing poetry. Then, uh, I went to school, middle school. I started freestyling everywhere I went. Went to uh, high school, whatever, and started rapping everywhere. Started recording then. And then, on my birthday, my 15th birthday, I started recording from a birthday present. And I just got hooked after that. And it's like, my mom really thought I was playing about it because I was like, I'm trying to rap. Yeah. My mom was like, okay, maybe next year for your next birthday. I'm like, no, nah, I'm trying to rap, rap. <laughs> like, I'm really trying to rap. Then I just started studying like crazy. And then, like, I just started studying. And then mm-hmm. here I am now, basically. Like, I really didn't start taking it seriously, seriously, though. So I was maybe like 19 or 20. And uh, I feel like my dad really put most of my passion, my motivation into me. Cause he kind of told me was like if you really gonna do it really do it yeah like don't like i don't know he just told me like he put the work ethic in me like he just kind of told me it was just like if you're gonna do it do it like go to an actual studio like try to do actual videos like don't just like say you're gonna do it and then like not do it all the way yeah, so i was sure. just like you know what yeah you right so he really set me down we made like a whole strategy together for the next like three years 
and that's what I did. That's and, awesome. And now, like, I, I can with him having him like teach me that. Now I got my own strategies on how I do yeah. things. So does he have a a background in the entertainment industry? Anything? Like oh, that? my dad. Yeah. I can't really say too much. My mom <laughs> told me to say he was somewhat of a, a, a Oxcore DJ. I know Oxcore is wearing a vintage back then, but he has a bunch of like scratch things like in the back in his in his little man cave mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, really, I think that's about it. I just know he loved music a lot and been playing music around me a lot. I mean, he's playing rap music. Well, I didn't even like rap music. I grew up not even liking rap music, to be honest. Like I was when I was in middle school, I was bumping lincoln park you yeah. know i was bumping lincoln park slipknot disturbed damn that's cool yeah i was bumping <laughs> all that i was bumping all rock I, I hated rap like my dad would tell me he'd be like tupac is the greatest and i'd be mm-hmm. like mike shinoda is killing him mm-hmm. and you feel me like that's what i was on you feel that's me hilarious. and now that i'm older i'm like bro what was i thinking bro yeah. like really what was i thinking but mm-hmm. i don't know my dad he he raised me well i feel so Everything you see me do or act is all thanks to him, to be honest. That's dope. Yeah, I was watching uh, one of your interviews, and you said uh, he helped you get set up, like, recording in Vegas. Yup, he did. He he did. My dad, I won't ever try to act like my parents ain't helped me when I was, like, mm-hmm. growing up. Like, they invested everything into me, basically, and all because they believed in me. So mm-hmm. it's just I like... I refuse to let people down who believe in me. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm so passionate and motivated to prove everybody wrong all the time. It's like I got him relying on me, James. James has been with me since day one, basically. When mm-hmm. I was interning at this, at, uh, what is it, Deagle? Creative, Creative Canyon. Creative Canyon. Creative Are you Canyon. working Creative Canyon? It used to. Oh, okay. And I used I know, to intern uh, over there. Austin Eulin, y'all know him? Nah, I know, oh. uh, <laughs> I know uh, Cameron. Cameron. Oh, no, Cameron. Yeah, Cam Barnes. Barnes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cam Barnes. Crazy story. Bonus <laughs> bonus fact about me. I'm the one who helped Cameron get a job over there because Cameron nice. shot one of my videos when I was like 15 or 14 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was interning over there, they had told me, it was like, who shot that? And I said, Cameron. And now they got Cameron all up in there. But, yeah, I used to intern at Creative Canyon with him, basically. And after that, we started linking up from day one. So That's I don't want to let him down. I don't want to let my DJ down. DJ Roro, I don't want to let him Shout down. Shout out, Roro. That's my man. I just met him recently. Really? Yeah, he, like, hit me up randomly because there were, like, two Dallas comics, like, coming through. And he was like, hey, they need someone open for him. And I was like, hell yeah. So yeah, that's my man. Yeah, because yeah. you do uh, comedy, yeah, right? Yeah, gave me that opportunity. It was dope. Yeah, that's hard, bro. That's yeah. lit as hell, man. I wish I was funny, bro. I'm not too funny, bro. <laughs> People say I'm funny, but I don't think I am. It's, I just say what it's I feel. easier than it looks, you know. Yeah, you, you just, just gotta keep trying. Same with hip hop, you know. Yeah, you just gotta keep trying. Yeah, you just gotta keep going, I guess. But yeah, I just don't want to let nobody down or anything like that. And shout out to my parents. They they instilled this work ethic into mm-hmm. me, you know. Yeah. And so uh, you've been traveling a lot. Like, how do you know what studios to go to? You just have connections? See, people, this is the thing, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> people be asking me this stuff all the time. Like, yeah. they, they ask me, Nick, how do you uh, advertise your stuff? How do you, uh, how do you get your beats? How do you do this? How do you do that? I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, Google. Google is literally everything, bro. Like, you have, like, the the whole world in the palm of your hand, bro. Yeah. It's like, just like, I don't know. Meek Mill posted something that said, like, it's 2020. You could be a millionaire off of anything nowadays. Really? It's just like, 
you really care. It's like you have the whole world in your hands, bro. Like there's, I don't understand. It's there's like kids giving toy videos on YouTube. Yes, bro. <laughs> I see that, bro. I'm like, oh my god, making millions. Yes, bro. I'm like, wow. So it's just like. I just look everything up on Google. I look up the reviews mm -hmm. and I call around. Like when I went out to LA recently, I was calling like three or four studios out there and just trying to see what the feel was, how much everything was going to cost because mm -hmm. these studios is real sneaky because I feel like they don't uh, put the prices on their website because they, you know, they figure you're not going to be serious about it. So it's like they mm -hmm. want you to reach out to them. So that's what I do. I just reach out. That and makes sense. That's cool. Yeah, it's, just, I, it's all on you. Like, it's yeah. all on you. you. You can't ask this person, that person, or this person to help you. It's all on you. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to hear no excuses. You know, it's yeah. all on you. Like, every L I took, I blamed myself. Every W I took, I blamed myself and the people with me. You mm -hmm. know, so. I like that. Taking, I can't, I forgot that term. Just taking responsibility. That's cool. So, you, uh, I think you market yourself really well. That's just all, that's just all you yes like <laughs> all me <laughs> i swear like uh i'm blessed to say that i have people around me who help me like for example james like mm -hmm. he comes around me everywhere and films me everywhere yeah. so i'm able to advertise myself like this mm -hmm. you know and i have roman who's able to advertise me wherever he can you know mm -hmm. but it's like marketing and everything like that i really just i meditate before i do everything like I'm not too big on like universal stuff, but like I meditate enough to like think about what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do next, mm -hmm. and I think hard, like very hard. Like I listen to Frank Sinatra like crazy, and I just play Frank Sinatra and I just start thinking. Nice. Frank Sinatra's the goat, man. For real. I dig that. So, like, what's the your method of meditating? Just sitting down quietly. Yeah. And yeah, just sitting down quietly. I don't do the whole like namaste like type. You know, you <laughs> get into the crisscross applesauce thing. Like yeah. I don't do all that. I just lay down and just think. Like really, or I even watch anime and mm -hmm. meditate watching that. Like anime is life. That I mean, I got Naruto on right now, mm -hmm. but it's just like anime is like everything for me. That's and what's up. you know, it's just you just meditate. Like mm -hmm. it's for real. Like you have to think before you act. That's what my father taught me. He mm -hmm. says, you think before you do anything because you don't know what's going to happen. That's great advice. I wanted to talk about, uh, I saw you at Lovestock and uh, your like stage presence yeah. and the way you're like interacting with the crowd. Does that come to you naturally? Because I haven't seen like any other local acts kind of like, you know, jump into the crowd, talk to people, asking questions, yeah. bring them up on, like the, the way you got everyone into it was like impressive yeah well i kind of feel like um my mom always told me and just said like perform even if it's four people perform like it's 500 people mm -hmm. so i just i'm nervous every time before i perform i'm always nervous before i perform people don't be thinking that because once i get on there it's like camera's action but i just tell myself like nobody's gonna do it for me but me so mm -hmm. it's like you just go out and do it and I've been performing since I was like 15. So it's like, I really just have a lot of experience with it. And I got real better once I started traveling more mm -hmm. and started meeting like other artists from somewhere else. Because I felt like in my city, to me, like I was outperforming a lot of people. So I felt like I was very confident in how the way I performed. Mm -hmm. And then I went somewhere else 
and I see me get blown out the water, and I'm like, whoa, like these people hard. And so then I started studying and started really just watching people and being like, okay, like, so that's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I really just learned and just watched. And I feel like every show I get better and better. Like, I just feel like everything is practice. That's because this is just the beginning for me. It's like I'm about to I'm about to be bigger than I don't even know. Like I'm about to get a couple Grammys though. That's what I want. That's what's up. Have you uh do you have connections out in LA already? Uh I just have a studio out there. Um uh, Oh yeah. At the top of my head I can't really think of it. I think mm-hmm. it's called mixed recording, I think. So are you uh do you ever record anything here locally? Yeah, actually I am uh next month. I'm actually gonna be recording here for like a whole month basically. Nice. Um, I'm going to be traveling in from here to Lubbock because my girlfriend, she actually work out in Lubbock. So mm-hmm. it's like we travel for her to work and I come back down here so I can work. And uh, I'm recording for the rest of my album. I recorded in Dallas for my album. Then I recorded it in uh, L.A. for my album. Mm-hmm. And then now I want to come back to Amarillo and record for a whole month. That's what's up. And just get as many tracks as I can. Maybe knock a, at least 30. Mm-hmm. And pick maybe like seven out of those. And then with the rest of them, I probably just drop them just randomly. Just whenever I feel like. Yeah, just whenever I feel like or something. I really haven't posted too much for SoundCloud. So I'm like, I'm going to start just dropping some random stuff on SoundCloud that I probably just not going to want or something, you know. That's always fun. Uh So that's what I feel like I'm going to do. So. How many uh, music videos do you have now? Because there's there's quite a few. (laughs) (laughs) Boy. I got a crap ton. I really don't know off the top of my head because, uh-huh. to be honest, I don't even look at my YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't look at my YouTube stuff. I don't look at my Facebook stuff. It's doing great. Yeah, <laughs> I don't look at any of that stuff, to be honest, because it's just uh-huh. like um, I the I feel like numbers and stuff like that, to me, affects my work ethic because mm-hmm. it's like I feel like everybody moves at their own pace. So I feel like seeing my numbers might be like might motivate me to get like cocky mm-hmm. and then sometimes my motive, my numbers might maybe dismotivate myself and make me be like oh damn like i need to do better you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying but if i don't look at any of it and i just stay cons- consistent with my mood and stuff like that yeah i just keep putting them out putting them out putting them out putting them out mm-hmm. because it's like i don't know bro like i started and i used to think i was cow- i was a coward for feeling like that but then I started seeing other celebrities talk about it, and they don't look at any of their social media stuff yeah, all the time, I too. Mean, they can't, because there's a thousand people calling them shitheads. Exactly, <laughs> you feel me? So I'm just like, bro, I swear, as soon as I get, like, super, super big, I'm probably not even going to run my social media. I hate social media. Like, I fuck with it. Like, I fuck with yeah. the posting and stuff like that. But I'm just, like, I'm, I'm just so, like, into just dropping music. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like having to like respond to people and stuff like yeah. that you know like there's be people who be trying to diss me or whatever you know and it's just like yeah i have nothing to say bro like i just and put out music it's not even because they like well from what i've seen like on twitter when they're like hating on a celebrity um, they're like at the celebrity and it's like the celebrity responds to them like oh I wasn't trying to be mean. I just wanted your attention. Like, yeah. this is, they're just trolling just to troll. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'd be like, uh, <laughs> I kind of feel like I'd be like, uh, Drake or J. Cole or Kendrick type of dude who's just like, really don't post too much. Yeah. But just post when things is, is meaningful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's about what I'm supporting. You know, if I post it, then it means I really like it or I really mess with something. Yeah. So I'm not one of those fake people who just gonna post something just to post something. It's like, nah. 
I can't do it. I have the hardest time being fake. I'm going to tell you right now. I have the <laughs> hardest time. Like, I can't be in a room and be fake with people. Like, mm-hmm. I just can't. If I feel like I'm going to be fake, I'm just not going to show up. Like, <laughs> point blank, period. So, I understand, yeah. With social media, it's just like, I like it. You know, I understand, like, you have to post a lot and let people, like, invest into you and stuff like mm-hmm. that as a as your personal life. But, you know, I want to do it my way. And yeah. I'm going to succeed my way. So, that's how I see it. That's what's up. And, yeah, Kendrick and J. Cole are good examples because you don't know what, what they're doing until yeah. the album drops. Yeah, you don't, you don't know anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, So that's how I want to see it. Is that, that's Sheesh. what's up. Sheesh. I, I don't even know if I've seen Kendrick post anything. You feel me? That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's, <laughs> you feel, that's what I'm saying. But I understand, though. Like, I understand that I think I'm going to stay in touch with social media until I get to a platform where I'm able to just do something like that. You mm-hmm. know, like... But do it the right way. Because I know before Tiger started popping off again recently, he did it before. And his album, like, flopped a long time ago. I remember that shit. I won't ever forget that. But then he came back and dropped, you know, Taste and all that. Mm-hmm. But you were saying his album flopped because he... Yeah, because he thought he was at that platform where, oh, he, could, where he could just... Yeah, where he could just do something like that. Yeah. Do a Beyonce or do a Drake or a J. Cole thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, bro, you... Yeah, yeah, you, you ain't that man. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't that man just yet. You, you got to be me? in a different stratosphere for that. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> like, dang. So until I get to something like that, I'll I'll be on social media, talking to people and stuff. That's cool. It's important. Uh-huh. You know, build that up. Let's see. So uh, when you're recording in like different cities and everything, is it like a? Do you feel like a different vibe? Do you feel a different energy, or Actually, does it kind of stay the same? Actually, yeah, like, I don't know, like, I kind of feel like before I, I was kind of scared to go out of town and record mm-hmm. because I was kind of like, I don't know, I don't know, I just, just was expecting the same thing. And then when I went out there, I, I learned a lot, a lot, a lot. And I learned things that, like, the, the dude that I went to go record out with in Vegas, I recorded with him twice. I went out there for my first EP, then I went out there for my second EP. And he literally changed my life. Like, he changed my whole mindset on how I seen things and how I recorded things. Like, I, my EP, my first EP was, like, seven songs, maybe. And I can't lie, it took me at least, like, what, like three hours or four hours to finish one song you Mm -hmm. know and it's all because i didn't have the confidence in myself and i kept having to retake 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 and every single one was sounding the the same Mm -hmm. you know but to him i mean but to me it wasn't you know i felt like i was breathing wrong on this part or that part and Uh this part and he told me it was just like bro look like Gucci man can't rap at all, really, barely. You know, like, he don't got the best bars or anything like that. But the thing uh-huh. is, he got confidence. Yeah. So it's like, if you, if you believe in it, <laughs> then everybody going to believe in it. So I was like, dang, like, for real. Yeah. And then, like, now to who I am now, I could, I could probably record a whole song in, like, 10 minutes. That's, you know, that's if, dope. I, yeah, if I have everything, like, ready yeah. to go, like, I can rock. I work fast. It's like, I go. So it's just like, and I'm always prepared. Mm-hmm. And being out of town made me uh, re- remember that because uh, I know time is money. Mm-hmm. So at a studio out of town, I always make sure I have all my like P's and Q's all together. Like mm-hmm. I know how I want to rap. I know how I want to do my ad libs. I know how I want to do everything. All I got to do is just say it. 
whereas in Amarillo, you know, I couldn't, I didn't really get a lot of help with like people who would record me. Yeah, they wouldn't tell me anything. They'd just be like, "You like it?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I guess." And he'd be like, "All right, bet, good, 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 good." You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. And it, to be honest, like I kind of felt like it took a minute for people to really start like believing in me. You know, I always feel like I have an underdog chip on my shoulder that I possibly put on myself, maybe intentionally, but. I try my best to uh, prove myself wrong and a lot of people are wrong all the time. And I kind of felt like until I started doing what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. a lot of people used to always overlook me or pick the other guy, you know? And yeah. I'm just like, God, man, why can't it be me, bro? Like, why can't it be me? You know what I'm saying? People wouldn't want to put as much time into me as this other dude or that other dude or this other dude and i'll just be like bro you know what f all this i'm traveling bro yeah i just like because i know there's somebody in the world who's gonna want to uh really mess with me so that's what that's what i did and now when i come back and you know the same people who were trying to tell me and be like oh you know what i'm saying now they want to come back and try to talk to me or record with me and it's like oh man i can't do it Mm -hmm. uh where does that uh you mentioned not having that confidence mm-hmm. um, at the beginning. Where does that confidence come from? Is that just from like experience, just trying and failing and doing it again? Yeah, cause I kind of just feel like I believe in myself where I know all my dreams and goals are going to come true. No matter how many L's I take, no matter what happens, I ain't never giving up. So it's kind of just like, and I kind of feel like, uh, have you ever seen the movie, uh, Hands of Stone. I know you don't watch too much movies. It's called Hands of Stone. It's uh, it's about it's a boxing movie called about uh, Roberto Duran. I don't know if no, you're into boxing it. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm into boxing. But Roberto Duran, you know, he was the uh champion of I can't remember if it was Mex- or Mexico or Panama, or one of those cities mm-hmm. or something like that. And he was always telling people like he's the real, y'all the fake. You feel me? Because when he was grinding by himself wasn't nobody messing with him or anything like that until he started succeeding and once he started succeeding then everybody started you know coming around you being cool and stuff and i kind of just like i gave myself that type of confidence it's just like uh i i just believe in myself more than anybody Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just like when people come around me trying to hop on now it's type nah it's like type of stuff it's like no there's people who still doubt me today and it's like, I know eventually they're going to come around just like everybody does. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing good, everybody comes around you. But I gave myself this own confidence because it's like, if I can't believe in myself, how am I going to expect James or Roe or anybody to believe in me? You That's know, a good point. it's like, if you don't believe in yourself, who will? Yeah. It's like, absolutely. I see it like this. I love James to death. I love Roe to death. I love everybody who tries to help me to death. Mm-hmm. But I know for a fact that um, if I lost everything, I would still be able to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would still figure a way out for myself because I have confidence in myself. Yeah. And I feel like I took a lot of L's in my life <laughs> to figure out this confidence. I watched a lot of anime to get this confidence. I see people in anime dying out here. Like, you know, Naruto, all type of people dying out here. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that type of confidence. So that's how I'm going to be. I need to watch more anime. I'm trying to tell you. It's <laughs> life-changing, bro. It is life-changing, I watched, bro. I watched Attack on Titan, and that was, like, the first one, aside from, like, Dragon Ball Z, yeah. that, like, I watched, and that shit was dope. Bro, I'm not going <laughs> to say too much, because I'm caught up with the manga on that, bro. Uh-huh. But, boy, Aaron is a savage, bro. Aaron oh, yeah. is the GOAT, bro. The GOAT. So, 
I can't wait. Stuff. I can't wait for new episodes of that. It's gonna be hard, very hard. Anyway, I know you mentioned Gucci Mane earlier, so just uh, got a quick question. Hit me. Do you think he's a clone? <laughs> I think it's very close. <laughs> to be honest, I don't. I don't believe in that. I feel like he really went in there and put in the work, man. Yeah. I really feel like he really just worked like his ass off. I feel like I feel like he went to jail and was just like hell, no, nah, fuck mm-hmm. all this. Like I'm fat, I'm ugly, like I got ashy lips. Like nah, bro, I'm about to come out here like a G. And now he is sex symbol. You know what I'm saying? The biggest glow up of all time. Oh yeah, of all time, bro. It's like he had the biggest glow up. I feel like Tiger had the biggest comeback of all rap history. That's fair, yeah. I feel like, boy, <laughs> yeah, Lee, bro. I don't know. Gucci Man was going crazy before he went to jail. I remember he posted. He started. I don't know. He started calling everybody out because nobody was rocking with him. Mm. But I feel like when he went to jail, that's probably the best thing that happened to him because I guess he's probably started thinking why people weren't messing with him. Yeah. And he was just like, you know what? I really need to get my life together and really just put in work. So True. that's what he did. I didn't think he was a clone until I saw him jump up and land and do the splits. And I was like, all right. What? <laughs> yeah. For real? He yeah. hit the splits? He hit the splits. I, mean, I don't remember if he put it on Instagram or what, but I just saw a video of it and I was like, all right, he's a clone. Never mind. I changed that it. is crazy. <laughs> I ain't never seen that. I don't know, bro. It might be true, though, because it's like, it's like many celebrities where it's like, there's no way. Mm. But... Maybe I'll find out when I'm when I when I'm super big. Like maybe I'll find out then, because mm-hmm. then I I probably die, bro. If the Illuminati is real, I'll probably end up dying, bro. Because I already know I got a big mouth. But just yeah, just shoot me a DM before they kill you. So <laughs> I, I swear, know, so I, I swear, know. bro. Because I swear I'm airing everything out. I'm airing <laughs> it out, bro. I swear to God. I always say I'll probably end up dying, like because mm-hmm. like when I get famous or something like or super big, like I feel like. I have a slick mouth because of my confidence. <laughs> I feel like because I didn't, I didn't have any resources or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I come from a middle class family, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't have like no famous family member to bring me up to the desk or anything like that. Or I didn't have like my cousin working at this A and R place. I didn't live in L.A. or Las Vegas or New York. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where it's like major cities, you know. We come from a small town, Amarillo, Texas, you know. And it's like, bro, if I, if I get everything done, oh, boy. Oh, boy. I'm talking. I am talking. <laughs> and I'm bringing everybody with me. You feel me? Like I'm bringing yeah, yeah. everybody with me. Because as soon as up. I get everything set up for me, then, you know, after I get me, like, a Grammy or something like that, then I'll start trying to put, like, other people on from my city or something, you know, mm-hmm. that I personally like, you know. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let you in the Illuminati. You've already said too much. But hey, good luck. <laughs> good luck trying to get me. That's what I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like taking when like in the movie where he was like, like uh, I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna kill you. Homie was like, good luck. That's me right now. Good luck. <laughs> I like that. So uh, last your albums uh, went. You said there was like a trilogy because uh-huh. it was your address and your light. Your latest drop was. LOA? Uh-huh. Law of Attraction. Oh, okay. Nice. I was gonna ask what that meant. Yeah, got Law of Attraction. I believe got it in law of, on you. Yeah, I got LOA right here. I got LOA on my knee. Mm-hmm. Cause I love tattoos, man. I love tattoos. I really want some more, but I've been trying to invest so much into music. Mm-hmm. I even put every I put everything aside and then I I quit my job to to, to focus on music. Cause at first I was working at PacSun, yeah, investing in myself like crazy. Like investing in myself. And then after that, uh, 
I quit my job. My girlfriend told me it was just like, yo, like I really think you should just like just quit it and just focus on music, like for real. Yeah. And so I was like, it really took me a long time to really like be like, you know what? But I was going through some bullshit with the managers over there, so I was like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> she right as hell. I'm out this joint. Yeah. And I started looking up success stories and stuff like that. Other people probably did the same thing mm-hmm. as me. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. That's a scary move to make. Oh, yeah, bro. It's a big risk, bro. <laughs> sometimes, bro. Sometimes, bro. I'll be like, I'll be on Indeed or something, bro. If I yeah. get high, I'll be like, oh, man, I got to do it, bro. But Soon totem hiring. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, bro. I'll be like, oh, my God. Because, you know, it's so easy. when, it, when you, I was so used to having a job mm-hmm. to where I could save up money. And I was able to plan things, you know? Yeah. And it's like, now I can't do that. Now it's like the money's like fast money. So it's kind of just like, whenever you get money, it's like, dang, like, sometimes you get a lot of money, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh my God. So I don't know. It's pros and cons to it all. It's pros and cons. And then, you know, I was I was signed to a label, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, A plus or whatever. Records. Yeah, I was signed to them for a minute. But I had to get up out of there, bro. I had to. Like, I just had to. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't treating me right, man. Yeah. Like, they weren't treating me right. Like, I feel like a lot. I, I love them to death, but they weren't treating me right sometimes. And I felt like I could do more, mm-hmm. you know, because I was already paying for most of my stuff already. Mm-hmm. They paid for a little bit of stuff, but then they stopped paying for stuff. So I was like, like, oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like as a label, you should listen to the artist and nobody else. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? They were listening to too many other people. And it's like, nah, listen to me. Mm -hmm. Like, I would tell them not to listen to other people, but they would still not do that. And then when it was time for me to do something, you know what I'm saying? They would be like, oh, we ain't got it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dang, y'all supposed to be the one supporting me. Mm -hmm. And y'all ones telling me y'all going to change my life. So it's like, nah, I'll do it on my own. Yeah, so you with a label now? I'm actually not. I'm truly independent. That's and I'm awesome. going And I'm going to stay independent unless I get like a major deal or something mm-hmm. like that, like Atlantic or Def Jam or something like that. Yeah. If I get something like that, then I'll probably end up doing it as long as the contract is right to me. Yeah. I but other than that, I'm like, nah, bro, I'll do it independent and just take everything for myself. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I see it. So, Boy. Yeah, those, those contracts sound scary. I, I think it was a like a Russ interview I was watching. Yeah, where he was explaining like a million dollar contract. Yeah, after everything's like paid out, ends up being like two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, bro. So I'm you sure. don't even hit a million. Yeah, so it's like, bro, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah, look, I had to take a break from music basically because of my contract. Yeah. Like, cause I was so uh, I was dropping music consistently, but then uh, some some shit had happened. Long story, like some shit had happened out in uh, Dallas when I was recording out there, mm-hmm. and that shit just flew me off. And I was like, oh no, nah, bro, I'm not about to give these niggas this music, bro. I was like, I am not. I'll wear my whole contract out, mm-hmm. and I have plans to drop new music at a certain date or whatever to wait out my contract. But then I looked at my contract. <laughs> And my contract wasn't up until the ending of this year, mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, this year. So if I would have waited, I still wouldn't have dropped any music until Damn. yeah, until you know, until maybe like the ending of next month. You know, so yeah. it's like nah, I can't do that. So I went ahead and bought my contract, and I was like, I'm gonna buy my rights. So I bought my contract, and I was like, I'm gonna drop music. Like, no disrespect to y'all. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate mm-hmm. everything y'all did for me. But 
right, I'm gonna head out straight up, just like the SpongeBob man. <laughs> like, That's impressive. I like that. Do you ever have, or do you think about like maybe building your own label? Yeah, I actually am. Like I actually am. Like it's it's a little secret right now, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do some. Like I really am. Maybe like once I really uh start going going, yeah. I really am. Like and I I wanna I'll probably wanna try to get an artist from here to be honest. Like um maybe in the future, maybe like a little protege. Yeah. Type of thing. That's what's up. That's definitely what I wanna do. But yeah, looking at like J. Cole's career and like Dreamville and yeah. having that whole team. Yeah. It's and crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. So it's like, yeah, I definitely gonna start trying to do something. And uh, I already know what the name is gonna be and everything, but I'm I'm gonna keep it a secret for right now. Mm, but it's a good idea. Don't, <laughs> don't let anyone snatch it. Nah, yeah, bro. <laughs> so I'm in the process of copywriting everything that I got. So uh, it's yeah. like I'm trying to copyright everything because I started seeing some people saying my quote: "I don't keep it 100. I keep it 106." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on here, cause so I was like, no, nah, I need to look into this because mm-hmm. I'm trying to get some money." so yeah absolutely do you have a uh like a uh set like of goals of what you want to hit oh like yeah like once you hit la do you have like a like a five-year plan anything like that no not really i, I really don't even plan that far ahead to mm. be honest like i plan like maybe like months ahead of time but i don't ever plan like a year like i don't ever tell myself and be like all right by the end of this year i'm gonna be this far yeah like I kind of just go with the flow. Like uh, I plan like monthlies, and I go with the flow. Like I definitely don't live weekend to weekend. Like I'm not the type of person to drop a music video or something like that and then be like, oh my god, like this is it. Like this is it for me. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I get lit and I post it and stuff like that. But yeah. right after I get out of that, all the all that emotions out, it's back to work. Cause it's like I got to do more. Yeah. So I feel like I just plan like monthly, like crazy, mm-hmm. and just go with the flow. And whatever it comes to me, comes to me. Like you know, I might get a call from whoever, or whatever, and it'll be like right then and there, and mm-hmm. I'll be ready. So, cause I practice every day, all the time. Cause I I look at it like Michael Jordan. You know, you're the first person to go to the gym and the last person to leave. Mm-hmm. So it's like while everybody is clubbing, partying, or whatever, I'm at home writing. I'm at home practicing. I'm at home studying. I'm at home watching people perform or whatever. That's what's up. So, what do you uh, study? Is it just like other performers? Are you just getting into like books? Well, I study like um, I watch a lot of interview clips. I watch mm-hmm. a lot of success stories. Uh, I watch a lot of performing. I watch a lot of rap uh, interviews. I watch a lot of freestyle interviews and stuff like that. I watch a lot of like songs. I listen to a lot of songs, even with songs I don't even like. Like it'd be rappers I don't even like, but mm-hmm. I listen to their recording process because it's like I now that I've recorded so much, like I can tell if something's like an ad lib or not an ad lib, or something's like a sidebar, or if something's like dubbed. Uh-huh. You know, I, I can tell all of it. So and I see if it's working for them. And then I try to adapt it to my style if I can. I try to take or not take from what they got. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Try to blend it into what I got going on. And that's, cool. that's how I try to, I, I kind of just try to study like that. And then I study like social media, ag- like algorithms or what's that algorithms. word? Yeah, algorithms. I do that shit all the time, all the time. I look at people who are bigger than me and stuff like that. And I'd mm-hmm. be like, okay, how much followers they got? All right, how much, how much people are impacting with them? 
And I base that off of them, off to me. Because I'll be like, okay, like, this is what I'm supposed to be hitting. Yeah. That's what I kind of, I study that all the time. That's smart. All the time. Okay. I like that. I forgot my next question was going to be. <laughs> I feel it. How long you been interviewing people? I've been uh, doing this about two years. Yeah, I started in January of, oh, it'll be, I guess it'll be three years. Yeah. January of 18. Yeah, I feel that. Is that three? No, it'll be two. Yeah, I feel I can't it. count. Sorry, yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel it. I even uh, studied you, you feel me, before I came over here, you know. I looked at your comedian stuff, mm -hmm. and then I looked at the, some of your old podcasts. I was like, okay, yeah, bet. And then uh, I even seen your little old little thing. You had like like three or four of y'all or something like that. Right? Oh, okay. Is it the uh, the separate podcast I had? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember all that. I was uh, like, dang, like, okay, I feel it. Yeah, I've been meaning to get you on for a while, and then like you uh, just messaged something, something random. We just, <laughs> we just randomly started talking. I swear, bro. It's a perfect opportunity. Yeah, I swear, bro. I'm down with everything, bro. It's peace and love with everybody. Like, I love I love the white kids. I love the mm -hmm. Mexican kids. I love the black kids. Like, I love all of it. I love all the community. That's what's up. I feel like if you like me, I like you. Hell yeah. I always tell people, support the people who support you. If they mm -hmm. don't support you, don't support them. Absolutely. It's a, it's a doggy dog world, you know, and mm -hmm. you're lucky people support you. You are very lucky and blessed, like. Yeah, it's crazy. Even if it's like three people. Yes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, like you are, you absolutely. should feel very blessed. Like because it's love is hard to come by nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. Genuine love is hard to come by. Yeah, especially in a world where there's so much. You know, like there's a billion rappers. There's ten billion comedians. <laughs> I, I swear to God, bro. I swear. There's that. so much content. You'll never be able to get through all of it. I swear. So it's like, if you, even if you just have one fan, man, like, yeah. you're doing a lot better than other people. Like, mm -hmm. I try to tell people all the time, like, if you don't quit, you you will succeed. Mm -hmm. You only lose if you quit. I feel 100%. like, yeah, I feel like if you quit, then, yeah, you're going to lose, bro. But, uh, you you got, well, we got all the time in the world. Like, yeah. All the time in the world. And that's what's cool is, like, it's easy to like stick with that guaranteed money uh, like oh no i got a job it's easy to take the safe route yeah it's easy it's not it's not easy to like do what you actually want to do yeah it's just be like you know what i have to do this yeah. you know what i'm saying like don't get me wrong like when i had a job a lot of things were some some things were easier and some things weren't mm -hmm. like i feel like working a nine-to-five job like it kind of messed with your brain i feel like because you're around people who that's all they want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Like, they, like they're, this, they're, is their, this is their... Yeah, like, they're trapped in that mindset. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> their peak is what I was looking they're, for. They're like robots. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like they're programmed as robots. Yeah. And I lost a lot of friends growing up over it because you I... got to get away from those people. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I, I lost a lot of friends, like, being like, bro, so what do y'all want to do after this? And people would be yeah. like, I don't really know. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, nah, bro, I used to work at Chick-fil-A. I used uh -huh. to work at Chick-fil-A before I had tattoos all that like i had a big ass flat side with blonde hair i just work at chick-fil-a there's this manager that was there not gonna say her name i remember her name she was she was she was all right but <laughs> had a manager over there and she was she asked me asked everybody in the chick-fil-a you know, uh that was working that day and was like what is there how long does everybody plan on working at chick-fil-a everybody was like i don't know i don't know i don't know and then i was all like i'm about to be out of here in like a year or two bro <laughs> And then she was like, "Well, I said the same thing, and I'm oh, still here no. after you know." And she and she and she old, like she like you know, she was like in her 40s or 30s. As soon as I heard that, bro, I'm trying to tell you, as soon as I heard oh, that, man. I was like, 
the next like the next week, I was like, all right, turn my two weeks in. Like I was like, nah. A part, a part of me dies when I hear that shit. I swear to God, bro, I'll be <laughs> like, oh no. So as soon as I hear something like that, I'm like, all right, no, no, no I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Oh I'm man, super that's, good. That's terrible. But yeah, no, I definitely can relate to that because like, you know, I got friends who were just like. I'm gonna be at this job. I'm gonna get married. And I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, little Amarillo, Texas, and that's fine. That's yeah, life. but like I got more I want to do. Like I have ambitions. I have things I want to accomplish, and I can't just sit here. And yeah, be, and be happy making like 40k a year. Yeah, exactly. I always tell people <laughs> and be like, yeah, like it, it's cool. Like if that's what you want to do. Yeah, that is cool. Like I support you. I rock with it. You know what I'm saying? But that's not cool on me. And I don't like people who try to force their opinions on me because mm-hmm. I like to be out of the cage. If yeah. I feel like I'm in a cage, I'm out that joint mm-hmm. quick because I like to do what I want to do. Like, I'm very hard-headed, and I do what I do all the time. Exactly. And it's like, <laughs> what? I don't know. But shout out to the 9 to 5 people because that shit real, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because just as much as it takes balls for you to uh quit your job and try to do something else it takes balls to really like really work and just do it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because there's a lot of people who, who don't do it like, there's a lot of people who sell dope instead of you know trying to actually just go get a job and get make a living you yeah, know it's true and they think like selling dope is, is that's it you know what i'm saying but it's like bro weed is legal in la and everybody else like it's gonna be legal everywhere eventually, so yeah, it's man. like it's like you're not gonna be able to live off of it, bro. Like unless you're selling like the hard stuff, yeah, you, you know? gotta upgrade. Yeah, so it's like, bro, shout out to the people working nine to five. There's people who can't do it. Yeah, I'm one of the, yeah. I'm one of those people. You feel me? Like yeah, hate absolutely. it or love it. I'm like, nah, I can't. Like I get trapped in the mindset. I get mm-hmm. trapped. No, definitely. I was working uh, in insurance nine to five, and it was like salary. It was good. Yeah, but that was like. It was torture for me. Yeah, trapped in an office all day, and I told my mom I was leaving. She was like, "Why would you do that? It's a good job. What are you gonna do? She's gonna do comedy the rest of your life." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I was like, but that's yeah, how you yeah. do it. That's yeah. how you do it. Like, like I, uh, me and my girlfriend, when we move out to LA, like we don't know exactly where we gonna live mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like, I don't care if we gotta live in a hotel. You know what I'm saying? Like for like a month straight. Like, if that's what we gotta do, that's what we gotta do. Like, it's like I'll live mm-hmm. in my car if I got yeah, to. Yeah, there's so many LA stories of people just living in cars. Yeah, it's like that's what you gotta do. A Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, what? That's yeah, crazy. Just get a Planet Fitness membership and go take showers. That is lit. <laughs> to be honest, I never thought of that. I'm definitely right now in the checklist. <laughs> definitely right now joining the checklist. Like for real, for real. That's funny. So yeah, like shout out to the nine to fivers, man. For real, for real. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it's just like once you like get a hold of something, like I don't know. If I didn't have comedy, I just feel like I'd be like a depressed person. Like I wouldn't have anything to strive for. Exactly, you know? exactly. And it's like you rather die trying to succeed in what yeah. you love than to be a puppet for the rest of your life. Once and it's look, there, you can't put it down. Yeah, it's like man, all, like, it's <laughs> like man, like even if I don't get as big as I want to go, like yeah. I'd rather die trying to do this and be like at least if i die i'll know and be like all right like yeah. i was probably really wilding like <laughs> i was probably really wilding but hey at least i went out like a g like definitely that's how i feel it so yeah what else you got for me pimp uh i was gonna ask i don't know if this is still the move about uh giving up on life at age 30 oh <laughs> yeah yo 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 everybody called me crazy bro everybody called me crazy 
But it's like, bro, I'm not trying to, like, live past 30, bro, because mm-hmm. I don't know. To me, that's old. Like, to me. It's so young, though. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> feel me? And to be honest, bro, and to be honest, what's even more crazy, like, a lot of people in our field, you know, if they don't have, like, a handout or anything, they work their ass off, like, trying to grind from the bottom all the way up. They really don't shine until you a good, like, 27 to, like, you know, 30. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 30, 31. I mean, sometimes closer to 40. With the yeah. Titty uh, boy. Two yeah, chains. two chains. It's like, bro, sometimes it's rare like that. But to me, I'm just trying to work as hard as possible. So I'm somewhere before that, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, because uh, by the time I'm 30, bro, I'm trying to do so much other stuff, you know? Like, um. If I, excuse me, but uh, I'm trying to like you know put like money into like clothing lines or brands or something like that. You know, yeah. like I I want to rap for a very long time. I want to have a Grammy. I want to do all this stuff, but I know I can't rap forever. So it's like eventually I'm gonna have to start investing into other things. Like I want to do it to the point where I get a little protege or something like that on some little Wayne type, on some little Wayne tip mm-hmm. and just have him just go. You feel me? Then after oh, yeah. that, I'm just like, whatever he get, I'm I'm getting like 10% of mm-hmm. it, you know, 3% or whatever. And just going into brands and sponsorships and things like that. Like, I so I, me, and then bro, I have so bad health, bro. Like bad health. Dude. Like I have bad bronchitis. Mm. Like my asthma is crazy. And my father has bronchitis, way worse than me. Mm-hmm. And he's very old at this time, you know. And I'm like, boy. like, if that's what I'm supposed to be looking like, like, <laughs> around this time, I'm like, no, 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 no. Or you no. can always just carry around an oxygen tank with you, you know. I can't do it, man. And then, bro, it's just so much <laughs> going on in life, bro. It's just, I just feel like. I don't want to wake up in the mirror and see myself looking old and aging and stuff like that. I don't take, I don't wake up and be like, oh, yes, I'm trying to live till I'm 80. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, black don't crack, though. Yeah. Until, you, <laughs> until you're at least 70. Black don't crack unless you're doing it. You feel me? It's like, black does not crack unless you're doing it, bro. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel it, bro. It's just like, nah, like, uh, I just can't do it. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like life's so stressful right now. And yeah. it's just like, I go through something every day, every day. And it's like, dang, bro, if I'm stressing right now, I'm going to be stressing when I'm 30-something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, 30s is supposed to be your best years. I know that for a fact. That's what people are saying. Like, that's when you're supposed to have your life figured out. Oh, that's good. And things like that. So, <laughs> I kind of feel like, as of right now, I'm only trying to live till I'm 30. But who knows what could happen, you know? like I feel you. Everybody, you know, everybody's saying, like, what if you have a kid? You know what I'm saying? But it's like, who knows what all is going to happen for me. I see. So it sounds like it's more of like a motivational thing. Like, I want to accomplish this by 30 so I can die happy. Yeah, something like that. You know, it's something like that. Along those lines. It's something like that. You feel me? Everybody be calling me ridiculous. But I'll be like, nah, bro, I'm serious. Like, you got to get it. You got to be motivated. See, I'm the opposite. I want to live to 104. That's my goal. See, see, bro, if there was like a fountain <laughs> of you for something like that around this time where you could like be like 29 and you could age all the way up to like 100, you feel me? Yeah. And you could still look how you look. I'd be like, yeah, give me, yeah. give me, give me a cup of that. Like, give me a cup of that. I'll take one every week, bro. But yeah. I mean, till then, I'm good, fam. I just want to like be like really old, like a really old like Walmart greeter. Yeah. And just like fart really loud in front of people. <laughs> but like I'm so old that they'll feel bad, so they won't say anything. You know, just make people feel. No, nah, bro. Yeah, old people can do what they want, bro. Like they'll cuss you out, bro. If you cuss them out, you in the wrong. It's like, yeah. oh man, like, it's like you got to respect all your old people. I'm like, gonna steal stuff too when I'm old. 
for sure. <laughs> they are not gonna take you to jail. <laughs> they gonna be like, maybe put the handcuffs on. He probably gonna break. Like, I'm gonna be the worst old man. Yeah, his wrist probably gonna break. <laughs> all type of stuff. He gonna be bald, man. Like, oh, grandchildren gonna be crying. Like, mm-hmm. straight up. Don't take him to jail. Yeah, straight up, bro. <laughs> like, straight up. It's like, man. I don't know. Yeah, that's wild. Goals. I was gonna ask. I remembered what I was gonna ask earlier about uh, your writing. Okay. Do you do you set time aside every day to write? Yes. Okay. Cool. Every time, like I at least try to set at least an hour to maybe two hours to mm-hmm. write. Even if I, the main thing I hate is writer's block. I hate writer's block a lot. That yeah. makes me so frustrated, especially when I need material, like and I know I need material. Writer's block kills me. But I kind of just feel like. If I just force myself to write, 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 eventually I'll get out of it. Yeah. And I try to at least set a time, like at least one or two hours or whenever I get a free time, like to write. And even if like I don't have any time, I'm constantly like rapping or if I see something cool, I'll be like, you know what, a rhyme with that though. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'll write it down in my notes and like I write all my songs in my, in my notes. Like you'll go in my notes and you'll see one line right here and then six lines on another page mm-hmm. and it, who knows like maybe one day i'll put them all together and i do that a lot for a lot of my songs so it's like sometimes uh i just uh i, I just put everything together and add it up and make it all go together like i feel like the most important part of a song to me is the very beginning mm-hmm. like i'm not much of a freestyler i like freestyling i used to freestyle battle people all the time when i was a young when i was a young cat young kid but i kind of feel like I freestyle the very beginning of most of my songs, like I uh, just to get like how I'm gonna come in on it, yeah. And then after that, I write down the first four bars, then I start going, and that's usually how I do it in my head. Unless, unless I have like maybe like a day or before then or something like that, mm-hmm. because you won't ever catch me not prepared. Yeah, like I refuse. Like if I know I have a date coming up where I have to record like four songs or something like that. I'll make sure I have verses on verses on verses ready to go mm-hmm. because t- you're not going to catch me slacking. Like, when it's time to work, it is time to work. I'm not with all that, like, uh, going in there not having nothing. And don't get me wrong, there is people who can do that. Yeah, There is people who can do punch-ins and stuff like that. But I feel like if you can't do that, mm-hmm. don't try to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Unless you got all the money in the world or something like that to do that, then you can. But to me, I feel like if you're not ready, then, hey, pfft. I feel like it's unprofessional to me. I feel yeah, no, like I feel the same way. Even though, even if it's like an open mic, yeah, I'm just like doing some random new shit. Like I'm still, I'm still practicing it. Yeah, it's before. like yeah, because I want to do it so good to the point where as soon as I get into the studio, it's one take Drake. Yeah, and it's just like over. Like I'm not trying to go in there and rap it and be like, all right, uh, I messed up right here. Let me let me, let me go again. Like no, 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 no. I want to be in there ready to go at all times. Like, cause I hate going to the studio and people don't have their things ready. And I'd be like, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, that's your job. right? Yeah. You feel <laughs> me? It's like, it's what we supposed to be living off of. So yeah. it's like, I want people to know that they getting what they pay for. You know, somebody paid me for a feature or something like that. I want them to know that they getting what they pay for. Yeah. Cause I'm putting, I'm putting in smoke in. So it's like, I'm going to be ready for you. I'm going up. to be ready. You getting a, a lot of features. Yeah, like, when I was doing more things in Amarillo, I was getting paid a lot for features. Nice. Nowadays, I probably only get, like, two or something like that. But it's just, like, I kind of feel like it's because I be trying to travel a lot and I don't be trying to hit the main city a lot. 
I feel like uh, now that I've been traveling, though, I have people like from Austin trying to hit me up for features or Dallas or something like that. That's but I kind of feel like if you're not paying, it's like, nah, I ain't doing it. Like, yeah. like there's been a lot of times where I wrote verses for people and then like I tell them the price, you know what I'm saying? And they be like, nah. So unless you send me the money, like I'll always write the verse. Like, if you send me the song, I'll write a verse to it. Yeah. I'll write a verse in five minutes. So if I write a verse and then after that, I won't really start studying it until or starting to set like studio time for it unless like you cash at me or Venmo me the money or something because if I ain't getting paid, I ain't doing it. Unless I really just rock with you or yeah. unless I rock with you or I really just like the song. Mm-hmm. Like if I really like the song, I will really do it. Like I will really do it for free if I feel like there's a lot of potential in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just giving away my verses and just giving you a verse and not helping you advertise for it. Like yeah. I'll post it all over my pages. And I will advertise it just as much as you want me to. Like I will do it. Like I will I'll post it just like it's one of my posts. That's what's up. Pay the man. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> it's all about dollars, man. It's like you trying to live off of this. Yeah, it has to be. Don't want to work at PacSun. Oh yeah, no, bro. <laughs> Don't. I love PacSun though. Shout out to PacSun, but I can't do it. Can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Or Chick-fil-A. No, nah, I can't. Love Chick-fil-A food. I never got tired of eating Chick-fil-A food. Yeah. Everybody who worked Food's there always amazing. everybody who worked there always tell me, have you ever got tired of it? I was like, no, nah, I love Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A is super good. Like, I know all the little mysteries to it. Yeah. Like when uh when the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out, <laughs> I almost forgot how good Chick-fil-A was. And then I went back to Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh, never mind. This this shit still, Bro, still slaps. It took me like <laughs> six months to finally try this Popeye chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. And when I finally tried it, I was like, wow wow it is it was good i was like wow but chick-fil-a started it bro it's like i'm giving it to (laughs) chick-fil-a every time bro but dang man that was a good sandwich bro i was like it was just big yeah it was like it was good too yeah like i ate one of them and it was super fire then i started craving it like crazy and i Uh tried to get another one and it was ass so i was like at least that chick-fil-a is more consistent like every single one fire Popeyes don't really give a shit about you. Oh no, nah, bro, <laughs> they do not, bro. They, we we, man, me and my girlfriend be out of town all the time at Popeyes in Lubbock, and we would be seeing the uh, the employees fighting or employees like you know like joking around and so I'm like, yeah. nah, bro, don't joke around my chicken, bro. Like, give me my food, bro. Give me my food. I don't know. I remember like when it first came out, I went to get the chicken sandwich, and they're like, we're out of chicken. Yes, like there's a, there's a whole thing of chicken behind. I can see all the chicken. Like I can see the whole kitchen. You yeah. can't just make a chicken sandwich. <laughs> yeah, it's like they just don't. They they just don't care as much, bro. I don't know. Like Chick Fil A, like they really serious about this. My oh, pleasure. Yeah. So I got suspended from work one time because you didn't say my pleasure. Yes, because instead of saying my pleasure, I was saying stay groovy like a drive-in movie. And yeah, that's they, fun. yeah, yeah, they took me out, bro. What they, was the response from customers? Oh, they loved it. They yeah. loved it. They loved me. Like they loved me. Like, like every time I worked somewhere, a lot of people always came in to see me because I was just I'm always just so nice to people. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm real understanding with people and stuff like that. And I have a lot of people who like me. So who always come in and talk to me and stuff. And I always just say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember they were like, "Yeah, y'all, you can't say that no more." And I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> and I remember I kept saying it, and then after uh-huh. that, they were like, "Yeah, you gone." And I was gone for like a week or two. They were even getting mad at me about growing hair. Like I can't grow no like facial hair or nothing like that. Uh-huh. Like if I didn't, if I had like a little bit of facial hair, they would really like uh, pull out clippers or clips. Wow! And go and take you to the back room, and they'll shave you themselves. Wow! For real, that's it's, hardcore. 
If not, they'll be like, go home. <laughs> they'll be like, if you don't do it, go home. It's like, damn, like, I really need it, though. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A ain't, ain't playing. They for real. I didn't know they were that crazy. Um, when did you, I guess, how did you land upon the idea of the uh, law of attraction? Oh, I believe in law of attraction very, very well because I kind of feel like when uh, – I kind of feel like you manifest everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when nobody was supporting me and I feel like everybody was doubting me, it's because I didn't believe in myself also. But I feel like once you start believing in yourself and you, people start seeing that, they start coming around you because yeah. it's law of attraction. Like, I feel like if you manifest and you think about it a lot and you, you know, you say what you're going to do all the time, like, I constantly tell myself when I'm meditating, like, what I want? What do I want? What do I want accomplished? And I constantly tell myself all the time and put it into the universe, and it just comes to me. And I feel like a lot of people need to really be doing it, man, because law of attraction is very real. Like, Mm -hmm. if you believe bad things are going to happen, they're going to happen to you. Believe good things are going to happen, they're going to happen to you. That's very true, because you see these negative people and bad things keep happening to them and it's like yeah. you're speaking that onto yourself yeah it's like you believe it's gonna happen to you yeah. bro so it's like man i can't be the one to be like that mm-hmm. but yeah so that's a law of attraction yeah. is a very and real then, thing and then you see like bad things happen to positive people and they're like well you know I'm yeah get over it I'm yeah find a way to fix it exactly and it works out exactly because <laughs> every day is a new day yeah absolutely. every day is a new day and you gotta want something more than you want to breathe you know so it's like if you take a L, it's not gonna kill you. Like, it's hard. It's hard to ruin my day, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. if I take one or two L's, it's not gonna ruin my day. Mm-hmm. But if I take like fifty L's or ten <laughs> L's in one day, I'm like, oh my god. That's a lot of, that's a lot of L's. Yeah, you feel me? It's like, bro, oh my god. I have to sleep it off. I gotta uh-huh. sleep it off. But once I sleep, I'm always brand new. So, mm-hmm. law of attraction is very real. I feel like people really need to study and really like know who they are like themselves like i know myself so well to the point where if i see somebody talking about me or talking to i see another rapper talking or whatever or you know nobody's confidence interrupts my confidence Mm -hmm. because i know who i am and if people talk about me and be like yeah nikki's like this nikki's like that or whatever but i know how i am that's all that matters i don't Mm -hmm. care what other people say about me because i know me so it's like stuff like that don't ever affect me at all and it won't ever affect me because you know i just instilled this confidence because i i took myself and i started separating myself from people Mm -hmm. and i started realizing who i am as a person i went to sleep by myself all the time i meditated by myself all the time and i know what i like and what i don't like and i know how to be respectful about it so Mm -hmm. it's like if i don't want to do something i'm not going to do it if i want to do something i'm going to do it but you know, it's all about loving yourself. I feel yeah. like you got to love yourself. And once you start loving yourself, I feel like good things start happening to you. I feel like. No, I, I agree with that 100%. It's just hard to uh, get that message across to people. You know? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. People, people, oh, nah, some people pe- just don't have it. Oh, yeah, bro. People going <laughs> to call you crazy. Like, now, I actually meet people all the time who who I, you know, I constantly tell them this stuff and they don't listen to me. I'll be like, bro, like, if you just listen to me, I'm trying to tell you, like, once you start separating yourself and you start seeing, like, how you are as a person and what you do as a person, Mm -hmm. then everything will start working out for you because, like, for real, because it's all about you because only you can affect your mood. 
you know that's why when people give me their opinions about me or whatever like that's their opinion they don't know you like you know you like yeah absolutely you know you've been alive for you know however old you are you know and it's like you've been with yourself all the way up until now they probably only know you for like a year or a month or, mm-hmm. you know, it may better, better yet, even like a week. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. if they know you 10 years, even if they know you, if somebody's 20 years old and they know you 20 years or 19 years, the next day you could be completely somebody else. So it's like only you know who you are and only you know what's going on for yourself. Absolutely. And don't, don't listen to nobody because you know what's best for you. Don't nobody know what's best for you. Like, you know, people try to tell me all the time and say, yeah, Nikki, you got to do it this way. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way you can do it. I'm like, what the hell? Like, nah. <laughs> like, what you talking about? Like, everybody's different. Like, yeah. everybody's different. I used to get so mad at people who used to tell me and say, like, um, I have to record like this. Or I have to do it like this. I That's one of the main things I hate about recording at some studios. Mm-hmm. It's like, they don't let you be you. And it's like, nah. Like, when I say I'm, re- when I say I'm done, I'm done. Yeah. Because I know how I'm supposed to sound you don't know me like you ain't oh, been recording okay. so yeah. they're like wanting you to change things yeah you know what okay. i'm saying they'd be like maybe you need to say it a little different right here or right now i'm like nah it's perfect like it's mm-hmm. perfect i'm the one paying you you're not paying me yeah like i'm the one putting out this music if i tell you i'm ready i'm done then i'm done like mix it and get it get it out so i feel like or you know if i'm shooting a music video people are trying to tell me what to do i'm doing it my way because i know what i'm comfortable with and i know what i'm supposed to do yeah that's what's up so, you have a lot of good videos. Hey, <laughs> it's a lot of practice, man. A lot of practice and a lot of meditation. I feel like. Oh yeah, that's what's up. A lot. So do you? Um, I know you. I couldn't remember. I can't remember who you mentioned in one of your interviews about a producer you use. Are you? Do you stay consistent with, uh, like a few producers, or is it just kind of a, uh, whatever you're feeling? Oh man. I know, I probably know what interview you're talking about back then. I know a couple, I really don't rock with too many like that, but mm-hmm. as of right now, there's one producer that, like, every single beat I hear, I'm like, oh, yeah, he fired, bro. Like, he hard. And that's Gango Squad. He is hard. He's in Dallas, Texas, but, like, he's yeah. kind of underground right now, mm-hmm. which is kind of perfect for me because if i look up beats like on youtube or whatever i have to buy them and stuff like that if i see like and everybody's touched them already yeah if i see like a million views on it or like a hundred thousand or you know something like outrageous i immediately don't want it Mm -hmm. like i like the stuff that's like 300 views or 20 or you know like 200 i like stuff like that Mm -hmm. because it's like okay yeah like nobody don't know about them so it's like yeah that's perfect for me and then I try to build a connection with them because since they're underground and I'm underground, it's like it's perfect because mm-hmm. then we can start helping each other. Hell yeah, that's how I see it. But Gango Squad is hard. Like I like Absolutely. a lot of beats with bass. Anything Shout with some Gango bass, Squad. yes. Anything with bass is whew. like he's yeah. the one who did a uh, little flip. He's the one who did the little flip. Yeah, for I was me. about to ask about that. That that beat does go hard. <laughs> boy, boy, let me tell you what. As soon as I heard, I had I had wrote this song to a whole nother beat, uh-huh. and then he just happened to drop a beat like around the same time I was gonna have to record it, and I heard it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this got to be the one." I was like, "This got to be the one," and I just changed up a couple bars here and there, yeah. and I went. I like the the wordplay on that song. Oh you yeah, bro. Some name drops on there. Oh yeah, bro. I kind of feel nice. like yeah, I kind of feel like um, what's it called um. I kind of feel like with my style, I kind of try to uh, 
because Texas nowadays, Texas used to be like Slim Thug type, you know, Mike Jones type shit mm-hmm. going on. And now I feel like Texas is more about bass and stuff like that nowadays, at least in my field of hip hop. Yeah. And I kind of feel like a lot of people don't be rapping, rapping. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I want to be that guy who rap, rap yeah. on uh, bass stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because some people be thinking the some people be thinking I be bullcrapping. I'm like, nah, bro. I can rap on anything. Like, don't get it twisted. Like uh-huh. when I was a younger, when I was younger, I used to rap on old school beats all the time. So I can always do it. Yeah. I just choose not to because it's just like I'm trying to go with my style, what I mm-hmm. feel comfortable with now. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. It's just I just want to be that guy where I'm not rapping about bullshit. Like I'm not rapping about this, this, some some fake shit. Or yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna rap about how much money I got when I ain't got money like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not ever gonna try to stunt or try to fake flex or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm gonna rap about how I feel and what I'm going through at the moment. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, the fake flex thing. It's easy to see Woo! through. Oh my God, bro! Especially when you know they're from your town, and you're mm. like, <laughs> mm. you don't do any of that. I swear to God, <laughs> bro! It's like, like I said in a little flip, I said something like, "Fuck a little Gucci belt," like, bro. Oh my God, bro! <laughs> it's like people really be thinking these objects mean something, bro. That it don't yeah. mean nothing. Like, it really don't. Like, I love grills and diamond chains and watches, like everybody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's like, bro, this stuff really don't mean nothing right now. Unless yeah. you got a crap ton of money, yeah, like you're not gonna see me out here in public rocking all these chains and stuff like that. I just yeah. can't do it. Like me personally, because I I don't know, I don't want to put out an image to people that it's not true. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to be real. Like if you see me walking out with diamond chains and gold grills everywhere I go, then you are gonna know. Yeah, little Nicky got some yeah. money on. Then him. he can afford it. Yeah, <laughs> Nicky got some money on him. You know what I'm saying? But till then, nah, I'm good living the. Uh, yeah humble normal life you feel me i kind of feel like even if i was super rich i would still not be wearing nothing like super flamboyant mm-hmm. or anything like that i just keep it real low-key and chill yeah. like unless i, I kind of feel like you know yeah and i think that's it's good in in a lot of ways because i feel like my my personal take is like i like listening to music i can relate to yeah you know like one of my favorite artists is big crit and really yeah Damn, that's a man. That's a classic <laughs> yeah. right there. And basically, he's got a lot of like you know like really intelligent songs talking about struggling, talking about like yeah, just that's, life a, that's being a hard. classic. What's that song he made? It was my favorite Big Crit song. It was when he one of the first ones when he went mainstream kind of. It was uh forever in a day, day, mm-hmm. day. Yeah, I love that dude. That's my joint. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. Like I don't know too much about Big Crit, but mm-hmm. I like that song from him. Hell yeah! But yeah, just like having like some humbleness like being able to like admit that you've you've gone through shit yeah just being like oh i got everything i was born with everything i'm i got everything all the time like, yeah <laughs> it's like nah bro like be real because yeah. if you be real people are gonna really attract to you bro people Absolutely. gonna people see through the fake bro they do people see through the fake like they see it in your soul mm-hmm. they know they be like oh yeah he ain't about what he really talking you feel me it's like dang so, you know, a lot of people are, you know, I'm a preppy middle class kid, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not really too hood. You're not going to see me doing stuff like gang, 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 gang. You know, you're not going to see me on the <laughs> block selling or anything like that or anything like that. I kind of feel like when I rap on bass beats and stuff like that, that's what most rappers are talking about right now. So I kind of feel like I like to put my own twist to it and be like, no, 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 this middle class kid got something for you. Yeah. Like, I'm really going to spit. Like, I'm not going to uh, go on there with that swaggy rap. Like, I'm good. Like, nah, I'm not no mumble rapper. Yeah, that's what's up. 
what do you think uh about like the the current state of hip-hop and where it's going you think it's uh like because i know like big right now is like kind of like the more like sad emotional right like juice world was doing which yeah I, have, I was a fan of him but like you know little peep those guys that the younger dudes kind of like i feel like they're getting their influence from like a like a darker place where they're talking about just yeah like the drug use and the heartbreak and all that I don't know. I kind of feel like hip hop is in a weird place right now. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> like it's like it's good, but then it's bad. Also, I kind of feel like because mm. I feel like it's good because um, there's a lot of good music coming out. You know, there's a lot. You know, yeah. but I also feel like it's bad because I kind of feel like uh, you could be famous off anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I kind of feel like you take the shine off people who can really do what you want, like what you're doing. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, you, and you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, somebody can make a song singing the ABCs, yeah. you know, and they could probably go viral doing that joint. When there's mm-hmm. somebody who can really, like, make good quality music and they won't listen to it, yeah. you know? And it's like, dang, like, it kind of it kind of hurts my heart sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like, dang, like, sometimes I feel like I'm in that same category, you know, where mm-hmm. I feel like I can really rap, rap, and I can really do all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. I practice all the time, you know? Yeah. And it's like somebody could just outshine you just by doing nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that is the bad part of hip hop, but then the good part is the few little people who can do that and they really make good music. Then it's like, oh yeah, that's fire. Mm-hmm. Like Juice World and some other people, you know, so they can really do it, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I feel like they deserve it, for sure. You know, but I feel like it's just a. I hate that it's just a big flood of just like. Uh, of what is it filter or falter or faller or i don't, I don't really know, I don't know I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say <laughs> trash or anything like that because i won't ever say somebody's just trash yeah like i won't ever because anybody could be good yeah like anybody can be good like i could be talking about how somebody's trash and then next week like they're, they can come up to me and outrap me like in a, in a heartbeat so it's like no 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 but i kind of feel like it's just a lot of flood and it's just a lot of like people who really don't want to do it who really ain't about that life who really ain't got the heart to do it like mm-hmm. they'll they'll rap like they could be somebody who's grinding super hard who's who they they got their whole life set on this and then somebody who really just want to do it just because they see all that they see juice world or whoever else with these diamond chains on and stuff like yeah. that you know like, you know what i can do that you know, I kind of feel like it takes the shine off somebody who's really like working. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's just like, dang, like you really don't even want it. Like you really don't even want it. Like if you were to lose your house, your you know, your cars and everything, you would quit. Mm-hmm. You know, while the other person, he would keep going. So it's like I feel like the other person deserves more shine than mm-hmm. than you know people like that. But other than that, I kind of feel like hip hop's okay. Like yeah. other than like getting famous off of anything, mm-hmm. like. I feel like if you good, you good, and you yeah. gonna shine for so. sure. And yeah, it's because of like social media. I think it's like it's easier to get that instant fame. Yeah, but, like, on, but on the flip side, it's also real easy to lose that fame. Yeah, like, like, exactly. <laughs> just take one move, come and go. Yeah, one move, and it's over. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel like once you get the once you get the rock, when you really got when you really got the rock, if you stay consistent and get as much money as possible and do yeah. as much moves as possible, you'll be set for life if you do it right. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like uh, I was listening. This was about comedy, but it applies to hip hop. It applies yeah. to anything. Like uh, if you have something that goes viral, you need to have like a catalog yeah. that you can link people to. Otherwise, yeah. you got one video and that's it, and then you're yeah. done. Like people are gonna forget about you. So you gotta have 
an established thing that people can be like, oh, this shit's dope too. He's got three albums already. Yeah. Oh, this shit, he's got 15 videos. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's how, that's how I see it too. It's like, you know, I want when I when I start making like a hundred thousand views on a video or you know a million views on a video, I want people to be like this dude put in work to get yeah. here. Like go through all my stuff when I was like young. You feel me? Be like this man put in work to get here. Like I don't want nobody to discredit me mm-hmm. and say I just came out of nowhere. Like I want you to see and be like, yeah, I, I started from the bottom. Yeah. So that's how I want to, you know. And that's fun to do. Like when you like come on an artist and you're like oh what was he making eight years ago uh-huh exactly i, like he, I want everything. people to see the progression as mm-hmm. i want people to see the progression like i don't want to get worse i want to get better mm-hmm. do you have any uh like tracks you made when you were younger that uh you know just you kind of hate listening to like you don't want to <laughs> listen <to? laughs> Like anything, you're like, oh, oh man. That, that shit sucked. <laughs> oh man, I got a lot, bro. Especially that first EP I put out, bro. Like, like I went by a name by uh, Nick Hawk at one time in my mm-hmm. life, and uh, I don't, I can't listen to any of that, bro. I, I can't like Nick Hawk. Yeah, I I I'm happy for it because yeah. without it, I, I couldn't have been who I am now. Yeah. But it's like. Like, I still have the songs on my Apple Music right now, uh-huh. you know, and sometimes it comes on on my uh, playlist. I'm like, you know what? Let me listen to this real quick. And then as soon as I start going, I'll be like, all right, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm done. And especially my first EP, because I was kind of just like, uh, just finally starting to like try to be professional. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, some songs on there where I'm kind of like, oh, nah, I'm good on that. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, some people like it. So I'm just like, yeah. I guess, like, whatever. How'd you uh, land on your name that you have now? Oh, man. Nikki Cortez. Nikki, 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 Nikki Cortez. My favorite tennis shoes are the Nike Cortezes. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever I was Nick Hawk and I was like, okay, my dad told me, he said, take it seriously. I need to come up with the name. Mm-hmm. So I remember my DJ was at my house, Roman, and uh, we were over there trying to write down names and stuff like that. And we got all type of like names with my name included or whatever into it. And I was like, you know what? It'd be funny. Because at the time, my favorite tennis shoe was the Nike Cortez, which they still are. Mm-hmm. But I was rocking Nike Cortez like crazy back then. And I was like, you know what? It'd be crazy. My name was Nikki Cortez, huh? And we were like joking and laughing about it. Like, that yeah. should be stupid, bro. Like, hell yeah. That should be dumb as hell. <laughs> then after that, I was like, we, he left and went home. Then I started thinking. And I was like, you know what? that might actually be hard. I was like, because a lot of people got all type of weird names. So I was like, I'm going to go ahead and keep that. Yeah. And shit, I'm trying to get that sponsorship from from Nike Cortez eventually. So yeah, that's cool. I mean, every name has to sound weird the first time, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, Juice World, you feel me? It's like, what? So yeah, so I kind of feel like Nike Cortez just came from that. Like I came, it came off as like a a joke. So Mm -hmm. I just started rocking with it. So do you um like prep yourself like when you're writing do you do anything to get in like a creative headspace like listen to a certain type of music I know you said anime and Frank Sinatra when you're meditating yeah but is it anything similar to that when you're like trying to be like oh I want to write a song tonight I want to write some write uh, something cool I don't know I kind of uh it kind of just comes to me mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, like, I don't I don't have no ghostwriter or anything like yeah. that, but I feel like the gods of, like, ghostwriting, whoever it is, kind of mm-hmm. just, out of nowhere, it just zaps in me. Yeah. And it's, like, right then and there. As soon as I, like, I feel like I'm in the zone to, like, write, like, six songs, I stop everything I'm doing, and I'm like, all right, I'm doing it right now. 
that's crazy because yeah shit shit will just hit me randomly sometimes yeah and, it is and just in my head i'm like i was really meant to do this like yeah. it, it shouldn't come this easy yeah <laughs> and, and it really pissed me off because i feel like it always hits you when you got all this shit to do like yeah. are you on a tight schedule <laughs> it's like i'd have to take a shower and go go this place but i don't know i'll be like, you know what? Let, me, let me look somewhere real quick and you just play it, then you start going. You're like, whoa, whoa, this is kind of good. Then you start keep going and going. Then you look at the clock, and you're like, oh, but you're like, I can't stop. Yeah. So it's like as soon as you get into the motion and the wave and the energy starts hitting you, it's like you yeah. can't stop. He's like, get as much as you can out of that because you might be in a drought for weeks. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I kind of feel like I just let it come to me. That's what's up. Yeah, sometimes it hits me like right when I'm trying to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to get out of bed. Oh, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's like, uh, I used to hate it. Sometimes I'd be in Paxson and I had to wake up early in the morning mm-hmm. and I'll spend the whole night, like, I'll spend the whole day trying to write lyrics or something like that. Yeah. Writer's block, writer's block, writer's block. And then at nighttime or whatever, uh, right when I need to go to sleep to get ready for work, mm-hmm. that's when it'll hit me. And then after that, I'll end up staying up all night writing. And the next thing you know, it's 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock in the morning. It's like, oh, my God, I got to go to work now. So, you know, it, it just hits you, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like when it hits you, you just do it. That's for, cool. For. I like that. Well, we're about an hour and a half in. Uh, we can wrap it up. I got some wrap-up questions. All right, hit me. Cool, cool. Wait, let me make sure. No, wait. Before the wrap-up questions. <laughs> Have you had any rap beef? Oh, man, <laughs> I have people who beef with me, you know, or some uh-huh. people who don't think I, oh, I I deserve what I have or anything like that. Mm. Like, I used to, um, there's a lot of people who always try to say, like, Nikki Cortez wouldn't be this far without this, this, or that, you know, or anything like that. But they don't know that, like, a lot of times, like, a lot of my music, like, I invested in myself to do it. Like, yeah. I worked. I work nine to five. Like people used to tell me all the time, be like, "You live at Paxson, bro." I was like, "Yes, I live at Paxson because I gotta <laughs> pay for studio time, bro. I gotta pay for this, 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 and that." You know, mm-hmm. and you know, luckily I was signed to a label who a lot of times pay for like all my stuff. You know, until like the ending of it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just like you can't get mad at me for the the cards I was dealt. You know, and it's yeah. just like, um, and everybody gets the same twenty four hours. That's true. I feel like everybody is the same 24 hours. I don't want to hear no excuses because when things don't work out for me, I'm not going to look at James. I'm not going to look at Ro. I'm not going to look at anybody. I'm going to look at myself and say, I let myself down. I'm not going to blame nobody else or hate on the next man for doing what I wanted to do. And they must have just did it in a different way and they succeeded with it. You know, like yeah. I can't knock them for it. I kind of feel like, so I, when people tell me and say, I don't deserve the things that I deserve. Like I said, once you know yourself, you know, you know, it's not true. So it's like, you don't have to explain yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when people beef with me or something like that. I don't respond to any beef. Anybody dissing me. I don't respond. I don't respond to any of it. Mm-hmm. I heard a quote from Nicki Minaj and said, we're not going to spend our time trying to make a diss song and diss you. We're going to make a hit song and dish you in the hit song. So that's how I kind of feel like. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Uh, what else was I going to say? So, like, if you're, if, like, you know, one of the top guys in the industry right now, like Drake, um, Kanye, Jay-Z, whoever came up to you and, like, wanted to hear one of your songs, what song would you play for them? Right now, I'll say Lil' Flip. Lil' Flip. I say right now, I always like, to me, I kind of, when people ask me, what's your best song? I'll be like, my best song is the newest song I just dropped because I kind of feel like 
when I drop a song, that's the song I'm really rocking with at the time. Like, yeah. I'm not going to ever drop something to be like, all right, yeah, this is the, this is the, this is, you know, it's the leftover type that's of thing. okay. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? I'm like, no, I'm dropping it because I have full confidence in myself. Like, yeah. I believe in it. It's 2020. It's, about to, it's time to take over things. It's time. That's what's up. It's, it's time. It ain't no, you know, ain't no waiting now. It's like you gotta go. Mm. So I kind of feel like my best song to me is always my newest song. If you ask me, but okay. everybody else got their own opinions. Good answer. What's uh, the best city you've performed in? <sighs> Dang. Right now, I say either like Dallas or austin to be honest like I, I performed on a cruise ship a long long time ago oh that's crazy a long time ago but i'll say like either dallas or austin rise of right now i performed last year at south by southwest and oh, yeah. that experience changed everything also because i just got to meet so many different people mm-hmm. but i also like dallas too and stuff like that or lubbock lubbock's nice too but i say austin austin's a different feeling I want to try to get some shows out in L.A. once I move out there. That's yeah. really what I want to do. That's dope. Um, have you had, like, labels reach out? Do they reach out to you all the time? Not it's like, like hey, help you out. It's always, <laughs> like, it was always, like, independent labels or, like, small labels. Like, I really wanted to do everything on my own, to be honest. Like, yeah. even from the beginning. Like, even before I signed with A+, Plus, I really didn't want to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I had, like, a lot of people in my circle, you know. Because it's hard to get in contact with me, to be honest. Because, like, I really, I'm so, I believe in my own mind so much that when people try to offer me handouts and stuff like that, I'll be like, nah, what's the catch? like instantly so it's like what are you trying to do with me like what's going mm-hmm. on like i don't believe in it you know yeah. so a lot of times i really don't be trying to even listen to like local labels who try to hit me up or something like that but a plus i listen to it i had other people in my circle say i needed to listen to them and i was just like all right whatever like i'll do it mm-hmm. but a lot of times if labels hit me up if i see like your your label or whatever and they don't got more like followers than me or anything or something like that. I'm instantly like, nah, I, I got to see who you managing and stuff like that. Yeah. Or unless you have a sit down talk with me and you really like preach the vision and talk to me, then I'm with it. But if not, nah, I'm good on that. Like, and you have to be consistent with me because that's one or two messages not gonna get me. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're gonna have to like really come to me. Yeah, they, they, gotta, they yeah. gotta prove themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, like, real nah, like, you know, like, people wanted to sign me for five years, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not trying to sign for five years, my whole life. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long <laughs> ass time, bro. It's like, nah, I'm good on that, bro. Nah. Those contracts nah. are crazy. To where it's like, I forgot what it was with Lil Wayne where he had to, like, release, like, two more albums before he could get out of his contracts. And I don't know the details, but... Oh, yeah, bro. That's some bullshit, yeah, bro. That that's, sounds terrible. That's one of the reasons why I bought my contract. I was like, nah, bro. I'm good. I want to do my own thing. So, yeah. yeah, but labels ain't bad. If you got the right people around mm. you, it ain't bad. For sure. Makes sense. All right. Wrap-up questions. I think I asked everything. I wanted to ask, if you could uh, make everyone in the world do something for 30 days, they have to do whatever it is you tell them, uh, what would you make them do? For 30 days? Yeah. Like like they're my slave or something like that or like not like just like i guess in the in the big sense of things like make the world a better place if you want people to be better or oh okay it doesn't have to be that way but that's kind of like boy like yeah make everyone in the world do something for 30 days um i guess i'll let people 
excuse me, I guess love themselves. Like, I I mean, that's really all I can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of feel like there's nothing you can do to change the world, mm-hmm. like to make it completely good because yeah. without good, there's no evil. Yeah. You know, without no evil, there's no good. Like, yeah, you have yeah. to have both. So yeah. it's like, unfortunately, you know, people always be like, when is racism going to stop? When is this mm-hmm. going to stop? It's not going to stop. Never, yeah. It's not going to stop because there always has to be evil. So I kind of feel like the only thing you can do is love yourself and believe yourself. So mm-hmm. when evil temptations or evil things happen to you, you believe in yourself. So I say just love yourself and find what you want to do with your life and focus on that. Because once you start focusing on that, all the evil stuff ain't going to matter. That's a good answer. So, never answered the same. I've never thought about like as a, in a slave manner, but... <laughs> Yeah, because I, you know, when I heard you, I was like, wait, wait, like say that one more time, bro, because I was like, like I heard what you were saying, but I was like, oh man, hold on. That's funny. Um, What's your definition of success? Ooh, definition of success. I kind of feel like as long as you're able to accomplish everything you want to accomplish and you're able to take care of everyone who took care of you. I kind of feel like there's nothing else you can ask for. I feel like, like, you know, I say you have family, but sometimes you have friends who are who, who got thicker blood than that with you, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like if you're able to take care of everybody that you said you wanted to take care of, like, don't be that guy who get rich and just leave everybody type yeah. of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I just want to, I just feel like if you're able to take care of everybody and you feel happy where you're at, like even if you're working nine to five and things like that, I kind of feel if you're if you're able to accomplish what you want and you're happy where you're at and you're able to take care of like your mom, your dad, or whoever mm-hmm. else or whatever, I feel like that is success. It's a beautiful thing. I feel like you know, I people ask me all the time about local success and mm-hmm. mainstream success. I kind of feel like local success is a very beautiful thing mm-hmm. being a local superstar is very nice like very very nice it's, it's nice going to places and being people being like that's nikki cortez or yeah that's nikki cortez or people want to take a picture with me or you know so yeah that happened when you walked into zombies <laughs> i love stock i remember that yeah you it's know like, oh, nikki cortez is in the building <laughs> yeah so you know it's like you know people want to you know take a picture with me or people want to you know do something with me it's yeah. nice being like that it's real nice it's very comfortable you know but you know you want more than that sometimes mm-hmm. i want more than that at least so yeah. it's like local success is nice but i want i want worldwide absolutely success but if you know like i said if you just take care of everything and you have everything set up like nobody can tell you what success is supposed to look like because mm-hmm. everybody has a different line of success definitely that's why you can't get jealous of nobody because even if like there's 10 rappers rapping and you can't get jealous of this person because they might not even want the same thing as you. Yeah. So it's true. like y'all could both be going for the same. I mean, for the two different things. Mm-hmm. So why even compete with each other? Yeah. Like, absolutely. there's no point. Okay. If you could take a uh, get in a time machine, go to uh, any age in your life, and give yourself advice. You can go to the past or the future. Um, what age would you go to? Fifteen. What would you tell yourself? Fifteen. <laughs> quick boy i'm trying to tell you say bro rap 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 take it seriously bro mm-hmm. really do it because the younger the better the younger the better like i have a 13 year old kid who um i found down here and he really go and to me he really go you That's feel me crazy 
Yeah, like Hell to yeah. me, he really go. I haven't really said nothing about him too much. I said him like one or two times on my social media and stuff. But I'm going to try to get him uh, on my album or whatever. And uh, I want people to really hear the kid. And mm-hmm. I feel like I told him the same thing. Like, bro, the younger the better, bro, to be honest. Because, like, I really slipped up on my opportunity when I was younger. Because I feel like when you're in school, you can really take over the schools, bro. Like, I learned it the the, the ending of my era. Kind of uh-huh. like when I was, like, a senior and junior, I just, I just started seeing it. and But not really getting it, but mm-hmm. seeing it. And now that I'm out, I'm like, whoa, like, if I had the same mindset I do now when I was 15, yeah. oh, bro, it'd be crazy. So that is crazy. if I was 15, I'd tell myself, rap, 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 take it serious, fuck all this bullshit, fuck all these girls, mm. fuck all that shit. Like, stay serious, bro. Like, don't, because you're going to want it, bro. So Yeah, I want to hear him rap. Does he have anything out? Oh, he has something on uh, YouTube. Oh, hold up. <laughs> Let me look at my little homie real quick. Hold on. By the way, everybody need to get on TikTok, man, and follow me on there, bro. TikTok is lit, bro. I'll be on TikTok 24 7. Let me look at my little homie real quick. Uh, 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 I don't even think he really have like a. Uh, Really like a real, real rap name, I feel like. I think he just calls himself King Kid or something like that. Mm-hmm. He a little white boy. He hard. He's hard. It's not loading right now, but on my uh, on my lightning fast internet. But he's hard, bro. Like, he's hard. Like, on his Instagram, uh, let me look it up. So people could probably follow his Instagram or something. His name is king kid king underscore kid but it's like k-v-i-n-g underscore k-i-d underscore k-v-n-g yeah k k-v-i-n-g okay underscore kid then underscore there you go right there right there oh man this man is the goat because go to that go to the uh uh yeah go to the the middle video are you oh, okay? Right here. Yeah, to be honest, because it's just like a quick little one. I is think. that him right there? Uh huh. Damn, he's young. Hell yeah. This my guy, bro. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> That's my dog, bro. I swear to God, I fuck, I, I fuck with him. Oh yeah. Like, and it'd be crazy about it, like, the kid's 13, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I was 13, I wasn't even trying to do any of this stuff. I was like, I didn't, like, you know, I was just freestyling, you know? I never thought to myself to actually record, you know? That's dope. But I know the world has changed a lot, so it's probably, this is probably normal now, you know? But I kind of feel like... Wow. Little homie got potential. Yeah, and he taught himself how to play the piano. So it's like, bro, what? This man is a genius, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, his mom put me on him. Like, I ran to his mom. His mom, like, really liked my stuff. So she was Mm -hmm. like, yo, my son rap. And usually I really be like, man, nah, I ain't trying to really like. (laughs) Yeah, you probably get that a lot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But I really, like, uh, listened to it. And I was like, oh, he 13? Like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Like, wait a minute. But, yeah, that's my guy. That's dope. Uh, So do you have a a date for a next single or album uh my next single is probably gonna be a, a video dropping in mid-january even though i'll nice. be recording around then uh-huh. uh me and james shot a video like maybe like a month ago i feel like 
and we were gonna put that one out first but uh the skinny boy dudes whatever from uh tascosa wherever school they go to i can't remember exactly but like they hit me up and they wanted to do a video so i was like let's go ahead and knock this one out just real quick real quick real quick and then uh so we've been having this one mm -hmm. that was supposed to be a single before little flip so i'm probably gonna drop that one in january and just record the rest of my album in january and then just drop little singles and i probably shoot another video in january and probably have it drop while i'm in south by southwest oh yeah so that's awesome that's probably what the plan is right now when is south by southwest oh it's spring break okay. it's like march spring break i think we're trying to be there like the ending of the weekend that's what we did last year at least like that's what's up uh-huh that's what i'm doing man so all law of attraction you know oh yeah all right i got two more two more questions hit me <clears throat> do you remember a time you laughed the hardest i laughed the hardest yeah I don't laugh a lot, bro. I'm kind of <laughs> hard, bro. I'm kind. People tell me all the time that I have a dry sense of humor, mm. but it's like I don't know. Like if something's really funny, I'm a laugh. Like I don't know. Like I laugh at dark stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm kind of an asshole. I kind of feel like I Same. laugh at like dark <laughs> comedy. You know? Yeah. I'm not gonna laugh at like Beavis and Butthead. Like I like I don't. I'm not. I don't laugh at obnoxious stuff. Yeah. Like. Uh, I like I like South Park a lot. South Park is my life sometimes. Me too. Yeah, I grew up on that show. Yeah, Cartman, bro. Oh my God, That's Cartman funny. and Randy, Randy Marsh. Oh man, they the goats, man. They yeah. made me laugh all the time. But I don't know. Like it's hard. Like I laugh at like real life situations. Like mm -hmm. if I read something, I'll be like, damn, fuck that. Like hell yeah. no. Like <laughs> hell no. Like somebody be like their taxes is out. I'll be like, fuck. Yeah. So that's really what I be laughing at, to be honest. I can't really name a time where I like just laughed my ass off. Yeah. Like it's just like I don't know. I'm real chill and relaxed. Yeah. I don't really lose my composure too much. See, that's a hard question for me, but it's because I laugh too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel it. I feel it, bro. I feel it. I don't know. It just take a minute. Mm -hmm. It take a minute. I got you. Final question. Hit me. What do you think happens when you die? Oh. I really don't know. Like, I know a lot of us were raised on, you know, heaven or hell. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I believe in that. Sometimes I believe in you be reincarnated as a bird or something, you yeah. know? Like, or some people say you're reincarnated as another person, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I kind of think, like, I'm, like, the reincarnation of, like, Beethoven or something or like you know or That'd like some, or some like yeah. like legend or some type of superstar sometimes i kind of think like maybe my work ethic ain't too crazy like or way off the market maybe like i had the work ethic of like jesse owens the track runner or mm -hmm. something you know yeah and i was just like the reincarnation or something i don't know i don't really know too much i really don't really like think too much into it because i'm not there yet yeah but maybe if I'm about to die and I realize I got cancer and I'm about to die in like a couple of weeks or something mm -hmm. like that, I'll really start Googling it and be yeah. like, all right, like, I got to get myself ready. Like, but until then, I'm kind of like, whatever. I, I, I kind of feel like I'm so focused on rap. I don't even think about that. Yeah. It's like, that's like a that's 30 year old question. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm to tell you, he's like, bro, I don't even think about death, man. So, that's yeah. Dope. Yeah. So that's how I see it. All right, we'll wrap it up. Uh, you got a single drop on the 15th, January. Yeah, somewhere around there. Maybe like the 15th or the 20th, maybe. I know somewhere around there, though, mid-January. Mid I kind of don't really like try to tell too many people when I'm dropping music. Mm -hmm. I kind of just drop it. 
Yeah. Because, like, I don't want people knowing what I'm doing and stuff. Like, to be honest, I'm real secretive about what I do. Mm-hmm. And I just drop it. So, whenever it's ready, I'm going to drop it. Cool. So, yeah. All right. It's Nikki Cortez 115 on Instagram. What's your TikTok? Yo, my TikTok is Nikki Cortez 115 on TikTok. Follow hey. me on all my social medias at Nikki Cortez 115. And my Snapchat is Super Saiyan Nick, like Dragon Ball Z. Super Saiyan Nick. Do you have a website? No, I don't actually. Ooh. I, I low key kind of want one, you but then, get one of those. You think so? Yeah. I kind of be thinking in my head, like I don't know. Like yeah. I kind of feel like once you, I feel like a lot of people begin a website too early. I feel mm, like I kind of, so. I, I, I don't have one yet either, but yeah. I plan on it. Yeah, you feel me? It's <laughs> yeah. like I kind of feel like once I get a, a stature where I can yeah. have an active fan or a active website mm-hmm. where I'm selling things like that, I'll yeah. do it. But till then, it's like, man, yeah. y'all people wasting y'all money on that. I yeah. feel like. Well, you can build it for free, but yeah, I mean, you probably got to put a little bit of money into it. Yeah. Buy domains and shit. Uh-huh. Because I had a guy, I was talking to a guy on another podcast, and he was like, YouTube and Instagram are making money off you. Yeah. Because you don't have a website. And I yeah. was like, oh shit, that's a good point. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. It's facts, bro. It's facts. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming out. It was awesome. I can't hey. wait to listen to it again. Hey, I got you, fam. I got you. Drop a lot of gems on here. Hey, that's that's all I got to do is drop gems. That's all I ever do. I'll probably hit up Roro, see if he wants to be on. (laughs) Yeah, that's the goat right there. Get Roro in here. That is the guy. Texas Heartbreaker. All right. And um, I like to play an outro song. Okay, good. So uh, whatever song you want to play, it can be one of yours. Frank Sinatra, that's life. Okay, cool. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Outro song. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Oh, my God. Wait. All right, I'll play. I'll play a little flip. I'll go ahead and play a little flip. Okay. I was gonna say Frank Sinatra, "That's Life." That's my favorite Frank Sinatra song. I'll play it for the intro. There you go. Oh my oh, god, yeah. you are the goat, bro. I I'm love. I love Frank Sinatra. Bye. So it goes to or is that a sheep? I don't know. All right, peace out, everybody. Uh, yeah, I got you. If our friends wanna join, walk out the room and tell them Vamanos. No, uh, you better hunt it. Let's redo it. I don't need plugs on my outlet. Double XL in my outfit. Tell say cheese, I got shit lit. No jump push, so the bitch gon' sit. Going to the top like an elevator. Independently taking the stairs. I ain't hood, but I look like it. So I get a couple stairs. Taking everything that you got. Getting my plus stairs. I got tired of trying to ask for help. My father told me to help myself. And the people who was there for me when I had no one else. Put my money into something. Fuck your little Gucci belt. I ain't had no rich dad. Coming from a city with no chance. Amarillo, who about to put Amarillo on the mat like I was putting on my pants? Vicky Cortez, so advanced. I make songs, I don't dance. Make your girl fall in love. I'm a Texas heartbreaker. Dick it down when she mad at me. She coming back like the Undertaker. I like girls who strip. The real ones with the money shaker. Wanna know if your boy a hoe? If you play my music, turn to a hater. You ain't killing me with this drip shit. Cause I can switch it up, give me any takers. Coming off clean like OJ. Never gave it to me, so I'm taking it the hard way. Then it turned fake and start acting like Broadway. Then had to aim like Elway. Getting to the bar like MJ. Taking your girl to the UA. Backing on the hoes in the lobby. Take her to the room, she gon' call me Pope. If her friends wanna join, walk out the room and tell them Vominos. Nuh uh. Hold on, girl, you better tell them Underlay. Making these plays near the replay. Up in the club with the DJ. I really hate clubs, but I gotta go anyway. I was cool before waves. Cortez is no J's. Smoke blunts and J's. Overnight with the XO's. 
Ask me why I think I'm the hardest out Because I said so Putting them shots of the brown in the six Working till I got a hundred thou on my wrist And my mama about to get rich Elevator about to be pissed It's 115 Yeah about to come off the rip, little mama with the hips, big dick can't fit. Call your friends to babysit. Better hop on right now, cause I'm blowing up like a blimp. Game over, little nigga, and watch me take it like little flip. And watch me take it like little flip. About to come off the rip, little mama with the hips, big dick can't fit. Call your friends to babysit. Better hop on right now, cause I'm blowing up like a blimp. Game over, little nigga, and watch me take it like little flip. Watch me take it like little flip. Ay, yo, Nikki, where you from? 115, yo, ay, yo, Nikki, where you from? 115, yo, ay, I don't keep it 100, I keep it 806, yeah.